don't think you remember, but you guys, well, when you met was like the last Christmas Probably party that we had. Yep. Was I there? You you, uh, you were in passing because I remember saying hi, but I don't think you were there for this exchange. Okay. But um, it was just the two of us and two people from my cohort at the end, um, just kind of making sure that everything was all right as people left. Nick checked in on us for the same um, reason and I got to introduce them. And at this point, Nick was the scary person in my graduate life who had to sign off on my degree. <laughs> and this one decides to be as smart as about it, of course, knowing exactly how I feel. And I'm slightly terrified. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Nick comes over and he's all nice. And he's like, oh, hey, man, like, I'm, I'm Nick. I'm Sam. Oh, I like your glasses. Who was wearing wait, who was wearing glasses? Sam or Nick? Nick I normally wear glasses. Says okay. some, oh, I complimented glasses. Sam's glasses. Okay. All right. And without losing a second, not even considering the consequences <laughs> of his actions, like, thanks. I need them to see. <laughs> <laughs> and just that's, really, that's there. hilarious. That's not that's not a problem. That's a great joke. <laughs> that's what I told her. <laughs> right? You were being a smart ass and you had to sign off of my degree. So I was <laughs> That was a perfect intro. So uh, we just, <laughs> <laughs> we just it. really caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprise. And welcome. Welcome, movie lovers, to In Love with Movies. I'm Danny. And I'm Nick. And this is In Love with Movies. You just said that. I did. What do we, what do, we do on In Love with Movies, Danny? Yeah, listen, we talk about the live, we talk about the movies. Indeed, indeed. Every day we uh, have someone on to discuss Every one of their day. movies. Every day. Wow. Uh, wow. Every yeah. time that Busy. we're here. Every day. We've been recording a lot lately. We've got a, a lot of them banked. But before I go off on too many tangents, let's go ahead and, and talk about who's joining us today. And I will be... Uh, sharing, we've had her one of the one half of this uh, this group on the podcast with us before. If you remember our bias check in episode, listeners may remember Claudia and uh, Claudia, who was here with one of her friends in the past, is now here with her significant other, and we're going to talk about uh, love in a different way. Love, I love that. Listeners who are just listening on the podcast, Sam, who's about to introduce himself, just gave the most amazing awkward wave. It was perfect. All right, so. Oh, yeah. Sam, Claudia, why don't you introduce yourselves? You go. But we wanted to segue into that awkward first grade wave. Um, listeners, you might remember me from the Bias Jokin episode. We talk about a great movie. Um, so if you haven't, go catch up on uh, that episode with Susie. But today we're here with my better half and husband, Sam. I'm her husband. I'm Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I feel like I've been saying this a lot on our episodes lately, but I, I feel what you're having right now. It's like, I'm the plus one. That's literally the only role that I have here. I'm the plus one. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm used to it. Life. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's the arm candy. <laughs> yes. Yes. I didn't know you were married, actually, Claudia. When did this happen? Uh, August. <laughs> August of this year. So... Very, very recent. Sorry, ladies. 
he's taken in case he had ideas while he's on a podcast with his significant other about love. Hey. Yeah, well, we got married in August. Excellent. Well, that that sort of blossoms brilliantly into what my first question was. Bet, 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 bet. Blossoms brilliantly into what my first question was going to be. Why don't you, you all, I'm going to give you two to five minutes. And, and Claudia is a former student of mine, so she knows how serious I am about this time right now. <laughs> two to five minutes to give us the Cliff Notes version <laughs> of your entire love story. So, <laughs> go. We met in college. Yes! <laughs> It was at a fraternity party. Uh, what? I thought you were a weirdo. Claudia thought I was a weirdo. I I was a weirdo. So we set a good precedent of Claudia being right about things all the time. But <laughs> but Claudia was a. We're only a year apart, but because of the histories and things, Claudia was a freshman while I was a senior. And different school systems. And what I was. Uh, there was a fraternity party. Our houses were next to each other. Well, the international house was next to my fraternity's house. And we met there. And uh, I thought that she was beautiful. I still remember the first time I saw her. And um, so I started talking to her um, after telling her the only Italian word that I knew, which is macchina di scrivere, which means typewriter. So <laughs> that was a really great thing to start off. Strong opener. I like yeah, it. Strong yes. opener. My version of this. So some <laughs> biological brother is also his fraternity brother. Um, okay. And so I had met his brother first. And I'm standing in the backyard of this fraternity house that my friends dragged me to. And they're like, look, this is not a cannibal house. This is a good fraternity. <laughs> so that was the premise I had for the night. And they're just two weirdos. So I just like in my face, like typewriter. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, chair, desk. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? But I ended yeah. up talking to her for most of the night for a very long time. It felt I, like the whole. I don't know about all that. But it was a yeah. long time, and uh, we ended up outside, uh, just the two of us. And then one of my friends, uh, Dawson, came outside. It's like, oh, Sam, you're talking to Claudia? Claudia, how's your boyfriend? The boyfriend. Oh. She has a boyfriend. <laughs> so, so I, I left. <laughs> a, a, a tip of the cap and just politely bow away. <laughs> so I went into college and I was in a long distance relationship. And I was just like, oh, I'm taken. It's obvious. Like nothing about my demeanor says anything other than I'm taken, but I'm here to make friends. And Dawson was also one of the volunteer international assistants. So he was kind of mentoring the international freshmen into American college life. And he, he read the situation perfectly. I was like, oh, yeah, it's 2 a.m. He's probably waking up now. Good call. I'm, I'm going to go home and talk to him. Like completely <laughs> clueless until years later. Uh, the other meanings that happen in that conversation. Yeah. I am starting uh, to understand why we have picked the movie that we have picked. <laughs> Continue, please. Uh, so then we were both just friends for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and not even like hang out friends. Like we would just like wave at each other and stuff, talk in public. Acquaintances, and, knew each other. Yeah. yeah. We're friendly. And, 
apparently we had both formed the opinion that the other one was cooler than the other, <laughs> um, which Claudia is wrong. Uh, <laughs> she, she was definitely cooler. She was like a like interesting international girl. What's she yeah, doing over there? And I was like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like uh, (laughs) this fat older guy in a fraternity (laughs) who would wear like two tight jean shorts and like spider twerk on walls. Definitely not. The first opinion was correct. I was on the record. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm very open. Spider twerking? You're a spider twerker, Sam? Oh, yes. Do you mean like when you back up? And your booties, you know, hanging out. Handstand, feet on the wall. Yeah, that's the original thing. What was <laughs> the one song that ever did that to She is the only person in my life that I've actually seen do that in, real, <laughs> in like person, like in real life. I didn't think anybody actually did that until one night at a party. <laughs> so I'm glad to know that. That's we pretty all much that what I would do. Well. It people would be like, "Wow, that's insane!" And then one time I broke a window. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> Um, I'll put a, I'll put a pin in that story. <laughs> so then, how did you reconnect and rekindle your love? Uh, well, he went to Japan. <laughs> yeah, I went to Japan for two years, and uh, before I went, I went back. This was like a year, the little the year after I graduated. And when I when I had graduated, I would come back because my brother was there, and I had a bunch of friends who uh, hadn't graduated yet. And we would like see each other whenever I visited, but it was only a couple of times a year. Um, And then I went back to visit before I left for Japan and also to move. My brother was moving in um, that weekend and I hung out for the weekend and Claudia was there and super excited to see each other. Um, And then, yeah, it it just clicked. So we knew he was leaving uh to go to japan and i thought i was just like okay like bye never gonna see you again in my life um and so i remember i was in danny's room and we're just hanging out not wanting to like do much the weekend and they were in the same fraternity and he just gets a text and he's like sam jeremenko is on campus and for some reason that just like we're like oh god we have to go (laughs) say hi to sam yeah and it was like a remake of the first time we met each other. We stayed up until like five outside the fraternity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with the whole, hey, you're about to go to Japan. I might never see you again in my life. Hey, I'm about to go to another continent. I may never see you again in my life. Mm-hmm. We decided to drop all of the big feelings on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and confess our freshman, well, my freshman year crushes. Yes. Wow. And then I went to Japan and didn't do anything about it. And I was there for two years and I was a little bit mad because I was like, well, maybe we can like talk and stuff. But as soon as I left, she started dating some dude. And I was like, yeah. Before you left and then that's, nope. Okay. Nope. No, because I was very much like, no. It was a good idea. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No. Not um, like that. Plus, you've dated plenty in Japan too. Like we, we both. Oh, look at that! Look at that little smug look to camera. I, did all right. I had two very right. interesting relationships while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, we did. So after a while, we're like, "Hey, big feelings!" and cut, and we're both dating other people. Um, and then what was it? Well, 
those relationships didn't work out on either yeah. side of the ocean. Um, <laughs> cut to 2017, I graduated from our school in Virginia in the middle of the Trump administration hiring freeze Oof. as an international student with a yeah. bachelor's in psychology. So recruiters were not exactly lining up to. Yeah, listen, if you don't know, a bachelor's in psychology is almost worthless. <laughs> it, it, alone, she's gone on for an advanced degree because she knows this. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> by itself, don't by itself. I'm sure have a bachelor's in psychology. I have a bachelor's <laughs> in psychology myself as well. It's just not going to be the thing that gets you a job in psychology. If you want to work in psychology, you have to like have an advanced degree. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to offend. I'm not trying to say you shouldn't get a bachelor's yeah. degree. It is absolutely a brilliant path. It's a we great way to go. We have our eight listeners. <laughs> all right. Anyway, please continue, Claudia. Uh, but yeah, so I, in on top of that, you know, like this summer, like right after you graduate college, Maybe some people are were better at it. I was a mess. I did not know how to adult. So yeah, I still don't. <laughs> Me, I didn't either. Okay, I was about to say thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> Summer um, after graduating was terrible. <laughs> it's like, hey, let me hang out with these people who I haven't seen since high school who never left. Let's. Oh, they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> but long story short, my housing didn't work out. I ended up in this like suburb north of dc maryland and living in this like basement apartment that was absolutely riddled with crickets <laughs> middle of nowhere some might say that's good luck but uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know about all that um and i'm just applying to jobs in and out it was a great time in my life hmm. and then i realized okay you know what this u.s thing is not gonna work out no one's hiring me screw it um gonna be here for the summer i'm gonna say my goodbyes and i'm moving back to europe like like this is not gonna work out and what like right after your birthday like i see oh i came he's back from japan back. yeah he's <laughs> coming back from japan great uh we get to put a closure on that we get to clear the air and then it's actually like bye now i'm the one moving to another as you can tell by the fact that we're recording this, that worked out exactly according to plan. Um, yeah. And yeah. So we came back and then we went on a date. I mean, I guess it was a date. It was a hangout. I also going into this, I was like, guess I'm going to see Claudia. I guess we'll see about this. <laughs> I was still a little salty, but I was like, we'll see what happens. And I remember uh, she took the Mark train up uh, from D.C. to Baltimore. Yep. And I was like that until the moment that she got off the train. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's Claudia. I really Aww. like this girl. Aww. I think my and best, then, my favorite part of the story so far is all of the moments where Sam is just like genuinely head over heels, hopeless romantic, <laughs> like first sight, wham, gets slammed in the face, proverbially speaking. Please continue. Okay, it so a few times. Claudia <laughs> metaphorically knocked you on your ass again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we went on a date. Well, I was like hanging out. And I was just like, hey, I'm giving you some of my stuff because I'm only yeah. about 50 kilos to go home. So <laughs> a coffee maker. Yeah. And then 
it felt like it was a long time, but it was like the next day. Yeah, like she was like, "You should come down and help me move." And I was like, "All right." Meanwhile, I had been home for like a week. Like I had yeah. not been. I was still jet lagged and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, I went down there and I was like, "Wow, we're like just talking and not packing anything. This is weird. <laughs> I don't know what's going on." <laughs> and um, so then Claudia says uh, to me. Um, Oh, you know, it. what's crazy is when I always wanted to date you while I was in the United States. And I went, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Best answer. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, getting catching a hint has been a growing yeah, skill. I'm not good um, at it. <laughs> but no, what was supposed to happen that day was also, um, I had like this big box of things that I needed to ship out. So he was going to help me get it to the store. Strong man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and get ship it out. But I didn't have a car. He didn't have a car. And it started pouring. Oh, oh yeah. no. Absolutely pouring. So we are stuck in this basement unit. <laughs> I like that little look that just happened. <laughs> I was trying so hard. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, Claudia. <laughs> that was what it was for. It wasn't any other. It was her scolding me with her eyes. But it starts pouring. I'm like, well, well, the, I can't go out with a cardboard and try to ship it to Europe <laughs> and get myself there. And I'm like, well, yeah, your company is enjoyable. We can keep talking. Like, I don't know what the heck else to do because... Everything that's not packed is what I'm leaving. I, I was already leaving out of a suitcase. So I was like, I, my bed sheets, I will need them until I leave. And that's sure. pretty much it. Um, so, yeah, like I'm trying to be like, yeah, like, you know, I wanted to date you. I had a crush. But then you asked that person out. And then I ended up <laughs> dating the other guy. And in all of this, it's just like, eh, yeah, timing. Timing could have been better. Yeah. And the end, I had to be like, I have nine days in the U.S., we're dating for the next nine days. So we can get it over with. <laughs> I, don't so think I, need those kind of I don't think I even asked you. It was just like. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't do subtlety like at all. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had not been subtle, but it's okay. This wasn't a would you date me. It was a we are dating for the next nine days. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty much like, hey, we have like. What, like seven business days left before I fly yeah. out? So we gotta, if we're ever going to date, it's kind of now or never. So, yeah, so that didn't happen. We, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, did the nine day dating thing, and then Claudia went back, and then we just kept texting. Yeah. And then we were like, I guess we're still dating. And we didn't technically break up when I left. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> no, well, it was pretty much like, hey, we don't want to do long distance, but also I never said that personally. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do long distance. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I'm not really interested in talking to anyone else. And if that changes, I'll let you know. Um, and if you start talking to someone else, please let me know so I can disappear um, <laughs> <laughs> and then that didn't happen and going back to the grad school part in november or so i convinced her to go to grad school 
was gonna say it was a really silly thing, but <laughs> I didn't have the best GPA um, in undergrad until my advisor. I finally asked him, like, could I do grad school? Because like this is great by itself. Garbage. Like, the only thing they offered me was to like That's help teach. Um, it was to help teach uh, kindergarten, and I am not that kind of person. Kudos you know, to anyone who is. But you don't I have to give me a side eye. My degree is also garbage. Fair. <laughs> um, we proudly represent our alma mater. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm going to prep the GRE in a week. <laughs> and then in the spring, we were making plans for me to move to Chicago mm -hmm. and for you to visit. Yeah. So then, then I moved here. So you didn't just well, we did shorter long distance for a year and i would come to chicago and like sleep in dorms and um and then it was what i was i we were thinking about we were thinking about me moving to chicago and that's when i got fired that and, was convenient not gonna lie yeah i had been working um at a job for about a year that um i won't talk too much about I don't think that they listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, no one does. It would be very, <laughs> would be a really weird coincidence if they did. Even um, if they did, whatever. Yeah, and it was a terrible job. Um, my supervisor like didn't train me, and then her supervisor was like, "Why doesn't he know anything?" And then it was like a rush job to try to prove that I didn't know anything or something. And uh, I went through like a gauntlet at the end where I went out with like all the different supervisors and they were like quizzing me on things and then they just fired me. So that sounds horrible. It was a really terrible job. I absolutely, well, I had gotten the job. My brother was already working at the same place and he mostly like sat in a cubicle and watched Gordon Ramsay. And I was like, this is, a, this is gonna like be a awesome. Cherry gig, yeah. yeah. It's like nice. But I was working in a slightly different department, and they didn't do that at all. It was very busy. <laughs> you actually had to and, work. Yeah, and um, then, yeah, I was like, let's move to Chicago. And I got a, my current job teaching, which I wasn't sure I wanted to do. But after that last job, I was like, let's do it. I'll yeah. be a teacher much better. <laughs> Everything is going to be better yeah. than that. Oh, yeah, quick note. He was teaching when he was in Japan, too. Yeah, that's why so, I went to Japan. Yeah, I figured. I know a lot of people went to Japan to teach. So do you have a teaching degree or like it was just one of those things where you went to teach English no. or whatever? Yeah, okay. yeah, I have a degree in biology awesome. and um, that is just a, a garbage degree to have. That's another one. I didn't know that I would have to go to grad school and I never considered it and I have never gone to grad school. Um, well, you're doing the certificate now. Yeah. Well, a after I graduated, it was really, really hard to get any kind of biology related sure. job. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. And so I was like weirdly unemployed. Like I didn't really work. And then I kind of had like a part time job and I still had wanted to go and move to Japan because um, I had learned I was an Asian studies minor. Also, I have a very confusing like <laughs> educational and work experience like history um i have a biology major but i don't have a bachelor's of science because our uh university not university they're a college college our college um <laughs> we're gonna take that qualifier back <laughs> yeah we'll take that back not a university uh they don't give you a bachelor's of science unless uh you take calculus 
and uh-huh. I had taken the first semester of calculus. And when I went to take the second one, the only one available was like one where you did everything on this like very specific and hard to learn computer program. Mm. And I hadn't used that in the last one. And the first day of class, our teacher went, I'm not teaching you how to do this. So get used to it. And there's stuff due in two days. Yikes. And so I dropped out of calculus uh, because there was no way. That was my busiest semester ever. Yeah. Even without calculus. But bringing it back, thank yeah. God that the professor yeah. was uh, hard ass on the software. Because yeah. otherwise you would have had a PS and yeah, you would I have, have a... found a better job. And not maybe. <laughs> so I have a bachelor's of arts in biology and a minor in Asian studies and a minor in fine arts. So, and then my like first jobs out of college were teaching and I didn't want to be a teacher. And that really confused people. (laughs) And then when I would apply for other jobs, they'd be like, well, we're not really sure if you're, if you're really that into the science thing. We're not positive. I mean, you're teaching, so you're into teaching, right? (laughs) I wasn't, but then I realized that it was very fun to be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? I teach science now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Japan, I taught English, and I taught, like, a monthly science class in English to Japanese students, which was very, very cool. Um, But, yeah, so in all of this, he finally moves to Chicago. We move in together, and he goes through his... To the tiniest little apartment. (laughs) That's a little dig at our friends. Let's put a pin in that. Okay, sorry. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But we move in together. Um, I figure out what it's like to commute in Chicago because living on campus, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. And we start going through winter. And I'm like, it's okay. Don't worry. I made you move to Chicago. But wait, summer is going to be great. Uh-huh. And we're finally both. I had an in- I got an internship. He was working. I was like, okay, we got money now. Like, we're going to do all of the fun things this summer. And well, that was spring 2020. Yep. Yay. So, <laughs> we so, so Sam and... has yet to truly experience the summer of Chicago. And I most likely never yeah. will. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because we went from long distance to, hey, we're now quarantining together in like two square feet. Yeah. Um, which deeply amused everyone in my family. And <laughs> then we got married. <laughs> when did you get engaged? Oh, uh, yeah, a year ago. Yep. Just about um, in the while quarantining. Yep. So it's pretty fun. <laughs> is, is there any cool engagement story? I proposed in the bathroom while she was brushing her teeth. I proposed Aww. with an Amazon Alexa. <laughs> you, wait, what? You Seriously? need to give context. You need to give context. <laughs> we have a lot of, of those around the apartment. Um, I had to convince Claudia that it's okay to wiretap your house just a little bit, as long as you can wake up in the morning and ask what the weather is. So, <laughs> so we have a whole bunch of them, and I uh, like to program routines into them, where okay. if I say certain things, it'll do something, and they're all just stupid jokes. Yeah. Um. Like, and so we'll just be hanging out, and I'll be like, "Hey, Alexa, what?" Who invented water? She'll be like, oh, Walter Water invented water. In the year. <laughs> and then Claudia looks at me like that. Yeah. Well, okay. I also get annoyed because that thing does not understand my accent. It doesn't. 
like at one point I think I asked it like oh what's the weather like in my hometown back home and it started telling me the price of Himalayan salt lamps <laughs> another time we asked it to play actually this is on the song is in the movie that we're going to talk about uh what is the actual title of that song you say tomato. Yeah, uh, now I'm blanking because you're making me laugh. I think we uh, just said like, "Hey, play that tomato, tomato song," and <laughs> um, now if we say the word, it programmed its own routine when we did that. That if we say tomato, it starts to play music. Oh. Not listening right now. See, yep. this is the kinds of things you say that it programmed its own routine. That's why I'm. We don't have a lot of Amazon Alexas. It's it's it, whatever you're we willing to do. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up some of our routines, but yeah, it's, it's okay. Right. But, it's okay. So that day we, we got married. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we did. Um, the proposal was uh, we did like a fancy uh, Valentine's Day dinner inside. Where we like cooked, um, we got a meal kit from a local place and like cooked it together and had champagne. And a week before, I also thought that this was a lot longer of a time scale. I had gotten us cats, yeah. So they were there, and it was like, <laughs> oh, everything's so nice. Yep. And um, then I asked the Amazon Alexa, like, hey, is there anything I'm forgetting to tell Claudia? Oh. And it gave a much more succinct version <laughs> of. Uh, of like our whole story and saying like I love her and stuff and then Aww. and then I just stared at her for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point we're just staring at each other like someone is cutting onions in the middle. Just like neither of us is able to say anything. <laughs> yeah, we're very very dorky, but yeah. And then I got that on Andy. Yes. I was gonna say, did you did you speak and ask her, or you just had Alexa do the whole thing for you? Like who said yeah. the actual words? Will you marry me? I did say you those words, okay, yes. Because the, the message kept going and going, and then it ended like, okay, and now, do you think I know? I think the conclusion was, I think you know what I'm about to say, and I was just staring at him like... Yes, and I'm going to make you say yes. it. <laughs> like, um, I'm not marrying that creepy thing, that comic <laughs> thing that doesn't understand what I ask, so you're going to have to say the words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we were thinking about, like, how to um organize the wedding my family's still in italy his family's in maryland most of our friends are in virginia so like okay. we also are broke so yeah we're also like, <laughs> i was straight out of grad school my work permit hasn't come in yet i'm a um, teacher you're a high school <laughs> and i get paid a lot less than everybody else i found out whoopsies new teacher fresh teacher you got to be there for like 60 years before. oh no i'm one of the senior teachers at our school oh my god okay, sideline sideline <laughs> um, long as sure we're like okay so basically we're gonna have to do pull up like a kardashian level stunt where we have the european wedding and the american wedding and this reception that reception i was like oh, what the a... heck is gonna pay so at one point in the summer we're like you know what screw it we're eloping in three weeks yeah yeah okay i just remember telling people that we were thinking about getting married in italy and they'd be like a destination wedding <laughs> like, it's where she's from <laughs> yeah like, it was it was going to be like a backyard wedding at my aunt's so yeah. not exactly like amalfi coast and but people think of yeah destination weddings yeah. like it's not eat pray love is <laughs> where and learn how to ride a bike <laughs> oh. yeah but we've been stressing about it trying to figure out what to do 
I was like, why don't we just go to the courthouse? Like, let's just do that. But that was also stressful. Yeah, because <laughs> during the pandemic, it was a whole like, well, this courthouse is closed and then you have to get the certificate. Mm -hmm. We would have had to drive out to the suburbs, which was also, how are we going to do that? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, and then you weren't sure how your family would feel about it. Yeah, so it was a whole thing. So we actually found the only efficient in Chicago that speaks a little bit of Italian and it, it worked on enough, it. Yeah. It was really good. Um, and yeah, we just had a Zoom wedding. Uh, we live in Humble Park, so we just had it here in the park, which also yep. if anyone is listening, you should see because it doesn't get enough love. Yeah, but we made the decision. I like had woken up like, why don't I just get married in the park? And it was like three weeks later that yep. we got we had the wedding. And that wow. was terrible three weeks i'll tell you <laughs> at the same time it could have been three weeks or we could have planned it for three years and that way we just yeah. pulled the band-aid that's on. true yeah we're the kind of people who are just stressed out about everything until it happens then we're like what are we stressed out about yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cute so did you have the little swan boats behind you when you got married yeah mm -hmm. Humble Park is great. Call, yeah, I know you were saying this. You're like, no one goes there. It's great. Humble Park should be. Yeah, if you're in the Chicago area, Park, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it gets a bad really rap because the neighborhood around it at different times has had, you know, not the best reputation. But the park itself is absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, it's know, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's so cute. Well, that's been a lovely, amazing story, yeah, and we really appreciate cool. all of the detail. It was just under five minutes. Yeah, just under five. So but I think we're actually going to move on to uh, our next segment, uh, which is what, Danielle? Is it this one? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, it's called Closer Through Science. Oh, she got it, listeners. Those who've been listening uh, for a while on this podcast know that this is a, an ongoing joke where Danielle doesn't remember the segments that we have. So what is Closer Through Science? Closer Through Science. Well, Claudia likes this because this is all your like little uh, research-based things, right? So oh, we're gonna we're gonna quiz Claudia. Claudia, do you remember what closer through science is from your last appearance? Shoot. Well, you already signed on my degree, so I'm good. But <laughs> no, I'm. I told you she wouldn't remember. I'm, okay. I'm sorry, guys. So Aaron et al. is a uh, group of researchers. It was a paper that was done in 1997 where they asked strangers to sit down across from each other and ask each other 36 questions, progressively getting more and more personal to the point where they discovered that they could actually make these people have strong emotional attachment to complete strangers. Some of them ended up getting married later on. Uh, and so we ask our guests these questions so that we can get to know them better and also so that listeners can get to know uh, them as well and, and sometimes we answer them ourselves and listeners you can share your answers to these questions so that we all can get closer through science using the hashtag closer through science and maybe so, we'll all fall in love <laughs> i'm already swooning over how awesome and romantic you are sam so i mean i hope that's okay uh -oh. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> and fellas, I don't know. That works. Sure. Okay. Are you ready for the question? I hate these questions that are like at the end because they're so like deep and dark. And... Oh, I was about to say we're going straight oh. into the deep end. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're 30 some episodes in, so we're at the last like three or four questions. Okay. 
man, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't make these questions up. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and your cats, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. Okay, this isn't as dark. It just started out very dark. Okay. Uh, what would it be and why? So what would be the last final item that you go back to save? This goes. Okay, so we are good and the cats are safe. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Thank you for putting the cat thing in there. because. Yeah, it was <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be a fun reply, but I will probably get, like, important documents and passports. Yeah, does a box of things count? We have a box of sure. documents. Yeah. 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 And that's not that that's not fun. That's that, that we just get closer and we get to know you better. You all are pragmatic. You would prioritize the box of important documents. Is that what we're hearing? Yeah, pretty much. Should, like yeah. At least that's what I would go for. I feel like... I'd probably grab my computer... I got too much stuff on there. I don't back things up very well. So I was debating between the computer or one of your instruments. Oh, but which one? Yeah, you would just end up in the fire. Ukuleles at school, so I don't uh, I need to grab that one. Yeah, for know. context, Sam has a lot of string instruments in the next room, in our living room. So, yeah, I feel like... I'm a collector. That well, I'm becoming be, a collector. Do you play them too? Yeah, uh, <laughs> not very well. I really am big with the uh, jack of all trades, master of none, but better than a master of one thing. Um, sure. I learned to play guitar decently well when I was in high school. I can finger pick, which always makes people think like, wow, what's he doing? But I'm just playing like improvising. normal. Yeah, I'm just improvising and playing pretty normal chords. Um, and then in Japan, I learned how to play ukulele because it's easier to carry a ukulele back to the United States than a thing guitar. guitar. And then I became known as that ukulele guy. So I've been there before. <laughs> um, but all in all, you would save your computer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I would. I know I'm not supposed to answer this question. You're allowed. Go for it. I would try so hard to save my Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> It's so heavy, but I feel like I need it. I need it. Was that a surprising answer to you? Yes, only because it's not practical. Because there's absolutely no way you save the Peloton. It's just not happening. I would try. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I was sitting here trying to think about what would I try to say. A whole box of comic books. I thought about the comic books, but like honestly, most of those I would probably I would go for the PlayStation. But then I thought I would <laughs> it would take me too long to untangle the cords, and so I would end up you know. Oh, good point. Just... Yeah. 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 No, your computer would be <laughs> not good. <laughs> Sounds like that thing is a lot of cords. <laughs> the other thing I would say is our plants, but we have. Too many and too heavy. Like, yeah, they have a lot of emotional value. But the wedding plant, maybe the wedding tree. Oh, probably. Yeah, we, we have a wedding tree. That's very cute. I love that. We had we did a during our wedding we did a unity ceremony where we put dirt around a tree from our hometowns, except for we didn't actually have dirt from Italy. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> yes. My my aunt actually tried to ship me some, but Ooh. the customs people had opinions on it so Aww. she actually My got it sent back and was like oh claudia sent me something no dirt. <laughs> it was just a dirt Aww. one day it'll have dirt from italy yeah there yeah. you go there you Cute. go 
Well, with that, I suppose we should go ahead and go to break, yeah? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Claudia and Sam, why don't you remind the listeners what movie we will be coming back to after our brief intermission? This is time for your announcer voice. Go for it. Announcer voice? Yeah. I have to like get into the announcer voice. Get into oh. it. Let's get go. Right. Into the Come announcer on. voice. Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, Fine. We're watching when we're talking about when Harry met when Sally. When Harry met Sally. <laughs> after break. <laughs> In love with movies. Da da da. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back, movie lovers. Sorry, we're dealing with uh, some cats in the recording studio right now. Apologies if <laughs> he's now really chewing the thing that I just tried to throw. Amen, bro. <laughs> All right, Nick. We're at our second part of our podcast. We so what sure does that are. mean? We're going to be talking about movies and uh, specifically the movie When Harry Met Sally. So we'll go ahead and give some some brief opening credits about this film before we get into the larger discussion. So When Harry Met Sally, for those of you who don't know, is a romantic comedy uh, classic, probably you know, sort of one of the establishers for the genre. It came out in 1989, starring Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal, looking young AF, by the way. Uh, third billing is, is Her Majesty uh, Carrie Fisher. So she's also in it. I remember you got very excited when you first saw her face. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, but so this is uh, Rob Reiner directed, Nora Ephron uh, wrote it, so she did a lot of movies in the 80s and 90s, and, and, and Rob Reiner's done a lot of directing and producing, and he's a big guy, especially in the 80s and 90s. So, uh, yeah, that's, that is the, uh, that's the opening credits. I, the only other thing I have to add is I did look it up, Nora Ephron. No relation to Zach Efron. Just want everybody to know that. I just it's, it's not spelled the same. I knew that, Nick. You didn't did, have to look it up. I did not notice that. <laughs> it was the same thing. No. Have you seen Down to Earth with Zach Efron? I knew you were going to go there. Not I yet, but I've, I've seen previews where he's mostly naked, and I'm kind of into it. It's it's very fun. It's uh, Imagine if um, a health guru was telling you a bunch of made-up stuff while Zach Efron went, Dude! It's pretty much the whole show. Oh. <laughs> Next on my watch list. Right. And sometimes out. he happens to be half naked, so there's that too. I mean, I mean he's a beautiful man. Beautiful. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Zach Efron. We're here to talk about Billy when, Crystal. Billy Crystal, yes. <laughs> also a beautiful man. Um, and so for our listeners, Danny, who have not seen When Harry Met Sally, why don't you break it down for us and give us a brief explanation of the movie in everybody's favorite segment. Time for Danny's Dingle. I love when people react to our little like Ding! <laughs> Chicago. The 70s. Very 70s. Harry literally meets Sally. Literally. Then driving to New York. Five years later, New York. Plane? Five years later. There's a lot of five years later. I can't, can't keep track of those. Uh, cute, hard ass, friends, not friends, in love. Um, not a lot happens, <laughs> but cute. Oh, Billy Crystal's <laughs> kind of pervy. Happy ending. <laughs> it's a pervy happy ending. That was a bad day. I gotta know who what is got it. What is hard ass? I think that she's there. The character of Meg Ryan is very like, she's so, she's just anti 
being in love and anyways we'll get into it interesting okay okay, okay. well there you go um so the next segment is love stories where we're going to tell everyone what our histories are with this movie when we first seen them and we're going to let our guests go I'll last part i'll have what she's having <laughs> that's an important part that was a very important part i don't know how i left that out <laughs> like that's like the most iconic thing from this movie we how could you this not movie like oh I'm all over the place. Let me tell you about my love story. Okay, we watched this movie for the first time a couple weeks ago. Two weeks last week? It was literally like four days ago. <laughs> it was now four days ago. It's been a while. <laughs> last Sunday. It was, which is six days ago. Six I'm days sorry. ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it was hard for me to remember. Was that the ever seen and it? that was the first time I've ever seen this movie. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it is foundational. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to watch things to know like how they're being referenced and yeah. everything builds on this. Like you said, it's like the OG romantic it comedy. It really is. There's so many things in there where I was like, huh. My love story is not that much more exciting. It had been years since I last saw it. Uh, I certainly did watch it at some point in the past, but like I'm sure I just caught it on you know HBO <laughs> or something like that when I was younger. Um, I am much more into the modern romantic comedy, so a little bit less onto the, the When Harry Met Sally. But... Our lists are our, our guests, listeners, Sam and Claudia. They are the ones who picked this movie, so I'm going to wager that they have at least a somewhat more interesting story about it than what we have. Please <laughs> regale us with your love story. When and what's the importance of this movie? Why'd you pick it? And when did you first see it? I really hope that she has an interesting story. Mine's not interesting at all. Oh, <laughs> healed up so I can let everyone down. It might have been when we were already dating yeah. or something. Um, and it was New Year's, and my mom was like, hey, you want to watch When Harry Met Sally? <laughs> that was about it. And then I was like, oh, it's a pretty good movie. And then I think I texted Claudia, like, I'm watching When Harry Met Sally. And she was like, I would love that movie. Um, I think my parents watch it every New Year's. I'm not sure. Okay. okay. Claudia knows. They watch it every New Year's, my parents. <laughs> they definitely and, uh, I guess they never included the kids in it, because that makes, <laughs> yeah. We were too busy, like, drinking was, soda. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know that mine is, like, super exciting. It's one of my mom's favorite movies, so I grew okay. up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say it's one of those movies where, you know, the dialogue is fundamental. Like the It's delivery, entirely dialogue. Like, the delivery yeah. of the lines, it's what makes it. And yeah. even watching it in Italian, it, like, it was dubbed over so perfectly. And that's okay. kind of the sense of humor that we have in my family. Like mm-hmm. that for weddings and a funeral, that is our movie er- golden era. And yeah, I just always liked it. Um, and then in Sam's family, they have an encyclopedic knowledge of quotes from stupid movies. <laughs> yes, we they will literally only communicate in like, hey, remember... At one point, like in 98, we watched that movie and I made that joke during the commercial and then they will repeat the commercial <laughs> of all these subtext. And I'm just there like, why do we care about mattresses? <laughs> so at one point- Mattress stores are a front. They're not real. Just letting everybody know. Okay, but, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, but at one point, I think, well, okay. <laughs> at one point, um, Sam's mom jokingly called me high maintenance, which is a big thing from the movie. She's the worst kind. She's high maintenance, but thinks that she's low maintenance. Also known as hard ass, apparently. Yeah, I don't know why. That's what I, that's what I meant. She's, yeah. Okay, okay. 
and at first he's like, oh, shoot. Like, you know, my then boyfriend's mom just got me a high maintenance. My mom likes high maintenance people. She's high maintenance too. But then they started joking, but I was like, wait, this is a movie quote I get. I'm in. I made it. Um, and that's how we started talking about how important it was. And we tried so hard to show this movie to Sam. But as you know, like we couldn't find it on streaming. We don't have anything that we could put like a DVD or Blu-ray in. I'm also the kind of person that you cannot tell me to watch something or I will not watch it. You have yeah. to find like, it for yourself and be like, some of oh, my yeah, favorite. <laughs> I just started watching Game of Thrones last week. I didn't watch it when I was when it was on TV because one of my friends was like, you would love this show. Oh, my God. And I went, no. And I never watched it. <laughs> like, you don't know me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we started watching it. And there was a whole like joking about, oh, they've been friends for so long. And then they finally realized mm -hmm. that they were never really friends. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So we immediately saw the parallels. We were like, oh. mm -hmm. I was just going to say, so for listeners who did not listen to the love topic, because I know we do have some that just skip right ahead to the movie conversation. Go back. <laughs> so, yes, go back. And if you've seen this movie, you will very clearly see the parallels between our guests' relationship and the relationship of the two yeah. characters. And not just because we love cable knit sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> Half of the wardrobe. <laughs> that was a thing back in the 80s, all right? That was... Still, Still is. Still is. <laughs> um, it's very interesting, Sam, that you said that your parents watch this every year on New Year's Eve because my boss also, we were talking about maybe having them on the podcast and we were like, what movie would you do? And like, when Harry met Sally, because every New Year's Eve we watch when Harry. So this is a New Year's Eve movie, I guess. I, I like didn't even think yes, about yeah. the New Year's Eve element until Claudia like had suggested whole... it way back in like when we first had her on. So in, in like the October, November, or something like mm -hmm. that, and we were talking about January uh, because of New Year's, and then uh, a podcast I like listening to. Shout out to John Roca and, and Matt Nose for top ten. Uh, they did like a top ten movies with a new year's scene in it and they both had this on their top 10 list and i was like i know i'd seen it before literally could not like that final scene in my I head is not like new important years. as new year's you know what i mean and so uh yeah that was that was fun and interesting to, to watch this time because well, there's for, two new year's scenes there are two new year's scenes two important new year's scenes yes yes yeah. but like including and this is the part that like i think everyone knows the trope of a romantic comedy where one of the two people like realizes that they love that person and they have to go running sprinting after them to find them and catch them and tell them how they feel and i think this was probably the first at least certainly in modern times uh where that was a thing i think probably the first one ever and boy does billy crystal look funny when running but that takes place yeah. on new year's eve <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, easy. <laughs> our entire screen just decided to go for its own little jog alongside that. <laughs> um, I do want to say I've only really known Billy Crystal as Mike Wazowski. <laughs> she just found out today. <laughs> well, again, dubbing people, I don't know real voices. Like, I only know Italian dubbers. That's always fun when we That's watch movies. <laughs> Yeah, like that's what she said. Like you know, like in um, the fall, the emperor's fall days when Isma is like the is emperor's this? new groove. The emperor's yeah, new I was like, what? Is <laughs> so not exactly. only that's that's game she doesn't play. know the name because they rename them. Yeah. 
in that one when the evil isma is like is that what it sounds like that's me with movies 24 7. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's what his voice is hell? Like, we, we, we're not very faithful with that um, but yeah also we changed the titles of every movie so I, I like to remix them yeah. accidentally um, is this one still called When Harry Met Sally uh, I guess it, it's the closest translation yeah they, Quando, Ar, Quando Harry Harry uh, conosciuto Sally, so yeah, close enough. Okay, okay. We just forget an H here and there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, I was gonna say Billy Crystal. I've never actually seen a lot of Billy Crystal movies, and I found him very charming. And I understand why he was in this movie, but he's not a person that I think of when I think of rom coms. I think of him as manic. Like he looks manic to me sometimes. But even at the beginning of the movie, he's like spitting on her window. <laughs> He is man. He's like a manic person. I feel like a lot of Billy Crystal's characters are Billy Crystal. I mean, I think that's probably true of a lot of, especially comedic actors. I think I could be wrong, but the thing that occurred to me, aside aside from their age, which we already commented on, was just the. I mean, it probably was best at the time, but that hairpiece for him and that first scene, where it's supposed to be, it was just like so bad. Like it was, it was just like. It's, it's, I was thinking about having the uh, sideburns for this interview. But okay, those were also really. There's bad. a lot of work on the beard right now. It's pretty cool. I was just going to say that's 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 letting go of a lot there to to, to do that. So, well, yeah. okay, so then that's the history you all have with it. What's like your absolute favorite part of this movie? Why is it that you think it stands out and and, and you love it so much? Roy Rogers garage sale wagon wheel table because <laughs> every time it comes on i'm like that's a cool table man claudia said no it's not <laughs> no. i'm like i get it i know what he's talking about <laughs> no uh well when we watch it i don't have i think part of why i like it so much is i don't have a favorite scene it's just the entire atmosphere that you like like danny was saying like billy crystal is far from like being your rom-com heartthrob like no offense billy <laughs> but he is like that bookish never never stanic new yorker who had too much streetcar coffee on the way to work mm. and um aka manic <laughs> yeah and i was uh reading a fun facts about it and apparently the sally and harry are respectively uh nora efren and Rob Reiner's projections of how the it, it it was very much like women are from Venus, men are from Mars, but okay. it's a very like, realistic almost because it's not like small town girl goes to the big city and mm -hmm. you know washed abs guy sweeps her <laughs> off her feet. It's just like holy cow, you're annoying for ninety percent of the movie. And mm -hmm. It's like oh, okay, you're kind of annoying that I can stand. Um, That's marriage. Can you stop singing right now? <laughs> I'm really relieved to hear you say this because I'm always afraid that I'm gonna like put down parts of the movies that people are excited about. And and but I was thinking I have a note in here somewhere like Billy Crystal's like most of this movie is a pretty terrible character and like a just annoying kind mm -hmm. of bad person. But I agree with you that he's like normal and also think it's funny that like i agree with you about it being 
more true. Like timing is everything as you all have already prescribed. Mm -hmm. Like you could be mm -hmm. meant to be together. And sometimes that's just not enough. Like they, there's, there's timing to it. There's choice to it as we've talked about on this podcast. And she loathes him mm -hmm. when she first meets him. And mm -hmm. Danielle didn't loathe me, but she definitely thought I was a douchebag the yeah, first time I we can, met. Yep. So <laughs> super douche. I wrote down. Harry... All of us have the cute meet cute that you all had. Uh, Harry is V obsessed with sex. He's very obsessed. He mentions it a lot. And I was like, this is an early movie. I was like, this is a lot of sex stuff to be, this is a very sexual movie in general to be like from the, I guess, late 80s, but the 80s, you know? Well, and obviously with that infamous scene, I do think it probably was one of the things kind of breaking a barrier, I think was probably one of the reasons it stuck out, like in the 80s, to, to have it be such a big budget uh sort of popular movie where they do discuss sex a lot and to the, to the point where she fakes an orgasm in uh you know in in, a, in, in, a scene, deli. in a deli yeah, yeah. so what she said what do you all think about uh, the fact that like does this ring true that men and women can't be friends Ooh. i don't think that's true <laughs> right I mean, is it with the amendment or without the amendment without the amendment because then the amendment goes back right so it's not actually a thing right he, no, he talks um, for the amendment and then is like yeah this is why the amendment doesn't actually be an amendment yeah 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 no i don't think so i have a lot of female friends so yeah. it's just my best friend from high school who i still talk to is uh her name's hannah also i have a lot of friends named hannah which is weird but yeah, yeah no, it's very that. strange oh. but <laughs> um, hannah too what? Is, Is your, your cat's, cat's name Hannah? No. no. Oh. That would be a joke about. Yeah. The lag didn't make that funny, but I'm funny. Right, keep talking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. But no. I think I think yeah. it's possible. I think when it was when the movie came out, it was very much like that. I because like yeah, they do talk a lot about sex and relationship and like everything revolves around. Also, like oh my god, don't end up single. Um, like Carrie Fisher's character with the freaking Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> now too, that she literally like was out to lunch and had a like an actual card Rolodex. I could not believe it. I know married. That, like how was it not <laughs> on her desk? Like I know that people didn't have phones to store these things at that time, but how did you actually leave your house or office with that Rolodex? Well, anyway. that's her dating Rolodex. Then yeah. she probably has her work one, <laughs> her friends one at home. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's absolutely possible. But I do see like that mentality is still very much a thing of like, well, if you need to have a guy friend outside of your husband or your male partner, are you into them? Like, why can't you get that yeah. at home? Like, I think that still strikes a chord with a lot of people of like, For well, sure. why do you have to have girlfriends? Mm -hmm. you, you already have a wife. Like, that's definitely something that a yeah. lot of people feel. Yeah. I think it's still a concern. And I do agree with the, the one thing I do agree with. And I think that this is kind of implied by it because we're still talking 1989 when uh, at least popular culture did not recognize the idea that we had, you know, different attractions and that, you know, just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're attracted to men and vice mm -hmm. versa. Um, but I do think that the core being the idea of you cannot be just friends with someone if you're attracted to. that you're attracted mm -hmm. to like that if, if either person has either romantic or especially sexual attraction it won't work out it can't be friends or at the very least you certainly can't be close friends because having like sort of that sexual tension 
and then you add any kind of like um, emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. I think that makes it too difficult, too complicated. And then the flaw that the movie has is it just sort of presumes that every man and every woman is going to want to sleep with every man and every woman that they see. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Doesn't he even have a line where he's like, even ugly women or something like that? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I It is a little dated, but I think they do it in a funny, progressive way when the ladies are sitting at the table when she does pull out her Rolodex. And I don't remember what was said right before, it, but at least uh, Carrie Fisher is like, at least you can say you were married. And so they're like obsessed with the idea that they're now Six in Six months 30s. later, he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> you remember what he said when he divorced? Give him time. He's got to ease into it. so they are assuming that like every woman wants to be married and i don't think that holds true anymore you have a date on national holidays (laughs) (laughs) which is have you seen the movie holidays yeah it's all about having a oh wait is that um what's her face emma roberts emma roberts listen to our holiday episode on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts (laughs) but it was very similar and it's like anyways but I do think there's still a pressure from families, kind of like holiday covers. There's sometimes pressure from families. Yeah. Or I just don't know that a guy, I don't know. You you all will have to tell me, Claudia and Danielle, do you and or your girlfriends sit around being like, well, marriage is the goal and essentially discussing how like, Claudia, you have won the race and your, your close friends are still lagging behind. Is that the conversation? Is that the context? Oh yeah, I smoked them out of the water. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for the prize that you got, not the fact that you got married. <laughs> no, I think so. All all of my friends and I are like in our late twenties, early thirties, and we kind of covered the whole range from like single and kind of trying to pandemic mingle to like we are ready to have babies and house them not speaking about us in case our parents listen um, so we're a little bit all over the range i think in I, my friend group at least i would say it's not seen as a goal by any means it's just more so the ones that are dating are very clear on whether that's something that they want in the future or if they don't sure. and so someone who knows that they want marriage or to start a family or to live in a specific place, bring that to the table when they start dating. Um, but yeah, I, I would hardly argue that any, no offense that anyone was jealous because I got married first. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. We also like, as far as a lot of our friends got married later, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess we're kind of in the middle. Yeah, like, well, yeah. our college friends all got married, I would say, before we did. And our yeah. Chicago friends are, are not, not married, married yet. Yeah. So we are the odd in-betweeners. I was going to say yeah. it's, it's city people. I do urban think it's an urban people. thing, because, yeah, most of my friends are not married. Because <laughs> yeah. we just wait longer because we're city people. We're Chicago folk. Yeah, almost, uh, like, we had, like, seven different marriages happen in the course of, like, two, two years. years, maybe? Yeah. Didn't get invited to all of them. Thanks a lot, guys. Shut up. But <laughs> it did save us out Yeah, don't look out for my invitation. Because of it. Um, I agree with you, Claudia. Same thing. Like, no one's saying marriage is the goal. I think now happiness <laughs> in a relationship yeah. is the goal rather yeah. than like being that one that's like, well, at least you're married. Like, that's 
who cares? Yeah, like, yeah. like just because you can say that doesn't really mean anything. I want to go back actually to high maintenance because I just realized I have a note about this. Okay. Yeah, we is know. Is this where that saying first comes from? Sorry? Is this where that saying first comes from? I don't what, know. High maintenance? Yeah. No. No? I don't know. That was like a thing. I don't know. It was presented in the movie almost as if it was like his idea and he was the one using that phrase first, high maintenance. And I guess I just, I have been cut, maybe it's because we've been watching Seinfeld lately and I like Googled and realized that apparently the phrase yada, yada, yada to be like, and then so on, mm -hmm. et cetera, and so forth. And yada, yada, yada. Literally like was written for Seinfeld. Oh. And, and to me, I'm like, oh, that's like a thing that has existed my entire existence in my head. Like, and, and that episode was after I was a few years old. So I don't know. I just was wondering if maybe this was like, this was the first instance of the phrase high maintenance used to describe a woman. No, no. My grandma was described as high maintenance in the early 60s. You know? <laughs> no, I think it's just Harry Burns' character makes it sound like he invented the term because it's Harry Burns. <laughs> that, that's, that's a very solid point. He is a bit self-centered and a bit shallow and a bit full of himself. But anyway, he's, he's an interesting character. Yeah. And she is very high maintenance with her like food orders and stuff. Oh, yeah. I was thinking if I was a waitress, I would I would hate it. I would just give away my table <laughs> or spit in her food. I was, <laughs> I was thinking On the side. she better be a good tipper. <laughs> with that attitude, she better tip 100%. Mm -hmm. But you know what? As a character, she's not I didn't hate her. Like She doesn't do it in a mean way. She's just like these are the things that I like. These are the things that I want, and I'm gonna get them. So yeah, yeah which is why I think that phrase is so perfect because it's not like you wouldn't just say, "Oh, she's a bitch." Like if she was just a bitch, <laughs> all right, you'd just say that. But it's not. She's something else entirely because she's actually quite sweet and she really is being nice about it. But it's just like, oh boy, yeah, there's a, a certain thing happening right here. <laughs> you just like things the way you like them. It's fine. This is something so is, I've said before. <laughs> I was just gonna say, is that what it is, Claudia? You just you just like the things the way you like them? Yes. <laughs> Liter she literally used that phrase again. And I think in a more modern key, like going back to the whole like, is this what women are like or what they should be like? It's also like modern high maintenance women. I like to think that like we know we have high standards, we also meet them, so it's okay. So in her case, it's like, yeah, okay, if I were the waitress, I will probably turn in my apron if I got two <laughs> clients like her in a month. Um, but say it's like, oh, I'm a woman. I want to have a career. I want to have a certain lifestyle. As long as you don't just run into a relationship expecting your other half or your better half to provide everything for that standard, <laughs> then I think it's fair. What yeah. faces are you making now? <laughs> mostly agreeing ones okay. right mostly okay okay i'll take that i think that uh the portrayal of billy crystal as a man is very uh, progressive in this movie too because in the in the end it's more about his emotions and the fact that he's been hiding his emotions that's fair yeah wait but then he gets yelled at for having emotions and then she says there's a time and a place for emotions Right? When they have the table argument, she's like, you, you're gonna learn sometime that there's a time and a place for your emotions and this wasn't it. And that's when he goes off on her and it's pretty much like, well, once you get rid of the cobwebs, maybe you can start preaching and I'll listen to you. Oh, but, yeah. 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 It's just a, a very interesting way of, like, they got into a fight because both of them were having feelings. You don't remember this? I, I do. 
I'm, I was giving you a look because I want you to look into your mic a little bit better. Sorry. Oh. And, and I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I guess I. Uh. I didn't register or specifically remember her like scolding him for having emotions, but that is a very. Uh. I think that we've got a whole generation of men. I don't know how you feel about this, Sam, but I think that there's a part of the whole idea of like toxic masculinity comes from the idea that like essentially you're not allowed to express any emotion like in popular culture in our society it's just like nope men don't have emotions that's that's the, the proper way to be a man yeah um, so which isn't is which is as outdated of an idea of women are supposed to be pregnant barefoot and in the kitchen so uh we'll just toss that one out with the garbage too but no yeah it's uh i agree i agree that like the fact that he kind of comes around he does he's, he's he's got all these walls and he's very clearly kind of i think if you think then all the way back to the progress that made in the first scene he's talking a lot about like his attraction to her and he's like trying to find ways to express that he likes her and is attracted to her but without mm -hmm. like just coming out and saying that uh, he, he does come out and say that you're a very attractive person <laughs> yes but he does it in a way that he's like oh <laughs> it's just factually speaking it's just empirical it's just yeah. it, as opposed to just being like I think it's I, a matter of opinion you know <laughs> empirically you are attractive <laughs> let it lie let it lie <laughs> no and i oh go ahead claudia oh i was thinking in the terms of like the masculinity another thing that i just came to mind that i do like so they both go through these big significant breakups and that's when their friendship kind of blossoms um and i do like the reversal compared to like other 90s rom-com when she's not the one like eating a tub of ice cream and going through a box of Kleenex, she's just like, oh, we've been growing apart for quite some time. I'm like, yeah, it happened three days ago. And like, I'm fine. I'm just going to go through life and then we'll be cool. And instead, he's the one who's sleeping around and trying to drown his sorrows in dating and dating and dating. Or in a sense, he's the more emotional one about the breakup. He's the one that voices like, oh, maybe I just miss Eddie of Helen. No, I just miss Helen. Let's be real. And she's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I got my girlfriends. Like, we're just. That's a really good point. Until she isn't good, though, because isn't the big yeah. one where it leads to sex is because he got engaged, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at least it wasn't the stereotypical, like, oh my gosh, my man left me. Whatever shall be of me until the very end. <laughs> yeah. And I actually don't think after they have sex, sorry, Nick, that she's still thinking about her ex. I think she literally was like, I'm very sad. And then she has sex with uh, Billy Crystal. And then she's like, oh, okay, on to the next one. Which I also think that her response is much as it's like, oh, until the very end, then she suddenly has emotions. I think that's actually also very real. Like people yeah. are very good at kind of covering it up and thinking that they're not having it or, you know, you just are not being regularly affected by it. And then something mm -hmm. happens that triggers you. And so you, uh, you know, have a reaction. So, yeah. Yeah. I didn't take a ton of notes after, uh, they became friends, like good friends, because I think it's just very enjoyable to watch. It's just like a good, feel good, like these are good friends. Um, I did get mad a couple of times when they were each dating other people. It is that movie where you're very much like, how do you not see it? <laughs> but then sex yeah. ruins everything. Sex ruins everything? Is that one of your notes? Sex ruins everything? Sex ruined it. Okay, past tense, not like a just blanket statement about sex. That's good. <laughs> That's in your case. <laughs> now, I'm trying to debate if it would be fun to be their friends or if it would be that kind of frustrating of like, can you guys date already? Can we get that? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Carrie Fisher in this movie when she, her and Roy is his name, just like run into the cab. That is hysterical. Oh yeah. Both <laughs> <laughs> well, of them are like, "Oh, uh, you're, you're call gonna make a move. Don't do make a move. You're not gonna make a move. No, okay, nobody's gonna make a move." And then it's like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna be done walking. Oh yes, I'm gonna jump on that right now." <laughs> great. <laughs> like the enthusiasm when he says "great" is like, wow. If it wasn't that you're an actor playing this character, I would say you're a terrible actor. <laughs> yeah. What, what what quote are you looking at? Oh, what do they say about the um when they they're on the date? Never mind. Oh, restaurants <laughs> are to the eighties uh, like theaters were to people in the sixties. I wrote that. <laughs> I've yeah. never quoted anything from a magazine before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did watch it right before this, so it's a little bit yeah. <laughs> it's fresh, but that pleases me. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of my favorite scenes too, that date, that double date, because I feel like most of us have probably been on that thing, and it's even more uncomfortable that they both know the person well enough to know that, like, not only is this, like, uncomfortable because it's just some person you're trying to set me up with that I clearly don't click with, Mm -hmm. but even worse than that, it's like, I don't just not click with this person, you should be with this person, and we all in this room (laughs) know that you should be with this person, why why are we doing this facade, why is this charade happening? Mm. I also like Carrie Fisher and Roy, (laughs) his relationship, their relationship, because they do get engaged after only four months, which is quick. But I think they were showing that they're older, they're ready, and they found the right person, especially because Carrie Fisher had been with a married man for a very long time. Right. He's never going to break up with her. I know. I know you're right. I know you're right. (laughs) I found a receipt for a hundred and twenty dollar nightgown. I happen to see he's a married <laughs> But they have like a, I think they have a moment where they're like, uh-oh, we had a fight. Is this the end of our marriage? And it's kind of like a lot of times it's like, oh, it must be. It has to be the end. It has because all their friends are getting divorced and stuff. And then they just end up being able to work it out. And yeah. I think it's very sweet. They have a very sweet, like friend, confidant relationship. And it's just a very tiny, small side relationship. But I like that they showed that too. Agreed. Well, Sam, Claudia, do you have any other scenes or moments that just stand out to you that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about yet that you're just dying to share? Go for it. Waiter, there's too much pepper in my paprikash. Sample your pecan pie. I would gladly partake. Partake in your pecan pie. We say that to each other all the time. Yeah. Partially, like, Sam does voices, in case it wasn't already painfully obvious. Um, <laughs> what? Do you have a hot date? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Cause I think it's because when we started dating, we would kind of do that kind of stupid stuff in public. Um, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> well, because we started, like, actually going on dates when you would visit in Chicago, mm-hmm. and neither of us grew up in a big city, so the idea of, like, you can just be your silly self. And people are, like, you, you know how Chicago and sorry, especially if it's cold, they're not going to stop and stare. They're just going where they need to go. Sure. No one yep. even looks uh-huh. at you in the summer, either. Totally. <laughs> you just don't look yeah, that's other. always weird when we go back to, like, Maryland and Virginia, and we're just, like, walking to get coffee, and people are like, hi, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, hi. Hello. <laughs> Are you gonna rob me? <laughs> yeah. 
you know, we, we had that recent, well, recently, like November, we went back to our college town and exactly that happened. I was like, like you know those what, people? Why are you talking to me, lady? <laughs> like, like, keep walking. <laughs> but I would say that that is one of the scenes that we quote most yeah. often, probably. I don't know. I just also like, and maybe this is more of a cultural thing, but there's all of those kind of movies that just romanticize New York so much. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm tired of it. <laughs> and it's like for me, I grew up with all of those kind of movies. So I'm just like, that is I mean, like I did too. perfect epitome <laughs> of like, as Danny was saying, like they're just friends and it's sweet and it's cute because we all no. know how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. But they do a really good job of like, they don't know it yet. Although we looked it up. Apparently the ending was supposed to be them going their separate ways and they oh, yeah. changed it. Thank goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How different of a movie would that be? <laughs> it would not have been famous, I don't think. Yeah, no, that would have just been like an art film that would have yeah, been, been like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would have been like making a statement, but it wouldn't have become a rom-com thing. Although that does remind me like that, and that doesn't surprise me because there's other elements to this movie that do feel very much like kind of we're trying to make our own little, like we're making an art house type of statement. The fact that they open with the like documentary esque interviews of oh, yeah, all people, it. which I thought was very sweet. I love those. Uh, and then the, also the fact that I had to note earlier that they kind of just launch right into because it's literally when Harry met Sally. Like, there's nothing else that's supposed to matter except we start with the moment that they first met each other. But I couldn't help for that first five minutes to be thinking about like the backstory of how the fuck did these two end up in a car together driving from Chicago to New York? Like, what was the the communication that took place where they had never actually met each other, but they knew each other clearly through, you know, her friend slash his girlfriend at the time. Amanda Reese. Amanda, <laughs> that was her name. <laughs> Yeah, so I, <laughs> I was struggling to to get over that for a minute. Yeah, um, but then I realized it doesn't matter. Exactly, like literally to the point where, because like Amanda Reese is, as you just <laughs> articulated, like five years later, neither one of them remembers Amanda Reese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was also I, that was the first thing I wrote down. Besides, I love those cute little interviews; they're very sweet. Is like the movie's called When Harry Met Sally, and it's the first thing that happens. It's like Harry meet Sally. Yeah. Yeah. Your, uh... I had never seen it before. I thought there was going to be all this buildup on all this backstory. <laughs> like, no, but no, this is it. There they are. I didn't know there was so much time in between. That's the either. movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, your favorite um, side interview? Like, which couple? Oh. That's hard. I didn't think about that. Not enough of them are like standing out for me right now. Mm-hmm. Do you all have an answer to that question? I don't know. Do we? I don't know. Do you, have, do you? Do you have a favorite one? I think the one that cracks me up, but it's just the delivery every time, which also the interviews were real. The scripts are real, but then the actors, they got actors to play them out. Oh. Um, I think the one that cracks me up every time the most is the one where they got married and then divorced, and then he lists to everyone <laughs> that he was to Right. <laughs> that was with Marjorie. Right, but I didn't marry Marjorie. I married Caitlin. <laughs> no, he lived with Barbara. Wow, married right. Barbara. <laughs> and she's there, and she just like remembers all of these other women, and like Roberta, and the fact Roberta. that we met at a funeral out of all things, and he still sounds like a guy. Just like, oh, what are you doing after? It's like you just went to a funeral of a common acquaintance, and you're just like, so you 
you're trying to grab dinner or something like i think that one is the one that cracks me up the most every time they're all sweet but in that one i'm like this is a sassy woman and a very yeah. very stubborn one at that <laughs> yeah i like the one where they're both basically telling the same exact story at the same exact time but just yeah at the same time <laughs> and the thing that i think that's really cute about those is that uh that's marriage, right? Like those people truly do. I thought they were real people too, because they really do just like you're like this is their whole life. They've been together fifty years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they've just learned to live with one another, even though they're probably both very annoying. <laughs> yeah. No side eye happening here, listeners. My wife is no looking at me. With at your face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I help you. Hi. <laughs> Awesome. Well, any other scenes? Because I'm glad we touched on it. That is a, a, an important part of this movie, is those interviews. Hello, we already talked about the coffee table. Uh, I think it's also really fun when they do start dating other people and they have that terrible charade. <laughs> Baby fish mouth. <laughs> <laughs> baby's breath. Rosemary's baby's breath. Um, oh, man. Because it's also like in hindsight and as the viewer, it's so obvious that we're, they were the wrong person. Yeah. Nelly doesn't even like baseball. Harry doesn't eat sweets. Mm-hmm. And all of their friends are like, yeah, no, you're you're good. You two are good. Sure. Yeah. Like, we all know, like, and it's so funny for us to, in hindsight, thinking of who we dated while we were friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Another <laughs> so like, look to camera. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look we lived we learned but like it's so obvious in hindsight that those were not going to be the one uh (laughs) and yeah they do a really good job of showing that it's like yeah you you can date around in good faith but like that yeah i think that was a very telling scene for me yeah very fun one i do want to say one more thing about this movie i appreciate that it is like 93 minutes long I feel like some movies very good length. Yeah. Very modern movies, especially are like now we are getting into these three hour movies. This one's get in, get out, tell a sweet little story and feel good at the end. Right. If this was made now, they would show Harry like in his college dorm in Chicago, like, ah, I'm eating grapes and like, (laughs) (laughs) I got to go meet some girl later to go drive to New York (laughs) (laughs) for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They do talk like they covered the 10 years are not really covered at all. It's just like, oh, they got into New York. And then five years later, he's married. They both got through grad school. That's not, I think they don't, don't acknowledge each other's jobs whatsoever. Very rarely. Yeah, yeah. They don't talk about their work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never like, oh, he has a very good career. Or like, Sally you know. writes for the New Yorker. That's about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Which is a big deal, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so about it. Like, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I still tr- uh, want to get a uh, don't fuck with Mr. Zero shirt. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't understand it. What? Don't fuck with Mr. Zero. What could be worse than Mr. Zero knowing before you? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> when they're at the stadium and uh, Harry's recounting how his love life is falling apart. <laughs> Oh, why is he um, zero? Because he's a zero. And, I don't get. <laughs> I think he's wearing the guy's name's Mr. Zero. That's about it. 
when um, Helen has the moving company come in and so the moving company and Mr. Zero who works for the moving company and has a shirt that says don't fuck with Mr. Ah, Zero okay all right I'm so sorry you didn't explain <laughs> the movie to me again I'm basically it just makes Daniel yeah. <laughs> We can take it again, but you'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> All right. Well, before we move on to our uh, love, our, our heart ratings, and whether we renew our vows, we have a, a segment that I would love to see happen on this show more often, listeners. But uh, it is something we haven't had for a while, but this segment is called Love Notes. So Love Notes is where if you leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and you can do this from different countries. This one I know comes from a different country. Uh, you can send it to us via email, uh, and we will go ahead and share it here on air. You do have to not only give us the rating, which I appreciate every single one of those ratings. Thank you, those people I know that have rated it without giving us a review. Shame. But for us to read something on air, you have to actually write something too. So this is a love note from one of our listeners uh, core art Alex, who says the title, I love this podcast. Uh, ra, ta, ra, ra, ra. Some emojis in there that I don't fully understand, but the actual, <laughs> the actual then description is loved the honest talk and relationship interactions perfectly merge with movies and then a camera emoji. Can so, I see the emojis? yes, you may. Oh, Danielle's going to interpret the emojis for us. Okay. It, it's, uh, oh. It's just little uh, music notes, and then it says ta ra ra, and then applausey. Okay. Little applause. It's like, I think it's supposed to be like, ta da, ta ra ra. Okay. Wait, did they write applausey? The little, sorry, was that Italian? Did I just speak Italian? Applausey. Yeah, like, hello, hi. Bravo. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you very much, Alex, for that rating. We really appreciate it. Alex, Listeners. Can you send us another note, though, and tell me what ta-ra-ra means? <laughs> so, thank you very much. I'm sure he actually will. He and I yeah. sometimes communicate on Twitter. So uh, thank you very much for that rating. Listeners, if you want to hear your ratings, uh, we you can listen to some earlier episodes. And we had some, some earlier on. We will have this love note segment anytime where we are receiving love notes. So thank you very much for that time. And now we can move on to our heart ratings and whether or not we would renew our vows. Cool. So out of five hearts, how many hearts would you give this movie? And would you renew your vows? Meaning, would you watch it again? Very I'll go good. first. I gave it a five out of five hearts. Would watch again. Would watch. Would watch. Would watch again. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. All right. Uh, I'm going to bring the average down just a little bit. Please, no one hate me. Just like my grades, go for it. <laughs> um, and so I'm gonna give it a 3.75. What the hell? Wow. Who are you? Pessimistic. I'm sorry. I was gonna I'm say sorry. that's the same outlook on life as Harry Burns. So you read the last page of the book first, too? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh and, and I actually, while I am glad that we watched this movie, I oh. if I do not get to see it again. Uh, I will be okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, as a reminder, oh my God, my mother, my my wife's uh, mouth is escaped. I was trying to say the word mouth and wife at the same time. Weird things came out. Came out uh, as brother. <laughs> <laughs> 
knew I was going to catch hate. There's there's people screaming at their phones as well as the the guests and and my wife, my co-host. You know, right now. You feel when you, you watch a movie that you think is a work of art, and you're like, and I'm like, I respect the Matrix. Come I on. respect what this movie did for <laughs> movies and what it has done for rom-coms especially. But uh, it's just not my particular uh, my, my particular brand. I'll go watch definitely maybe again before I would want to watch this. So please forgive me. Uh, I'm not renewing my vows. Sam and Claudia, we know you're renewing your vows, I presume. Give us your heart ratings zero to five. You know, let them talk. Five. <laughs> Fantastic soundtrack. Very quotable. Good mm -hmm. dialogue. Mm -hmm. What else? You got other ones? Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. <laughs> Meg Ryan. Rob Meg Ryan. Ryan's hair. Meg Ryan's Meg hair. Ryan's hair. Outfits. Very nice. Cable knit sweaters. Uh, <laughs> do you notice that in the later scenes in the movie, they like basically rewear the same clothes all the time? So it's, it's like, like real life. We were yeah, yeah, it is like real life. Like <laughs> truly, though, they like mix it. We were um, considering like dressing up, like that. <laughs> and so we were like watching it. Like, all right, all right, what are they wearing? I was like, it's that same red sweater again. She's loves that sweater, which it works. Personal touches. It's nice. Love the movie. Yeah, I mean, yes, five out of five would rewatch. I think it. I think it's aging well. For when it came out and like what we thought of relationships then, I'm glad that we're over the like expiration. Women have expiration dates part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be forty. <laughs> the clock doesn't really start ticking until you're 36, which for the time was already a progressive statement. Yeah. Um, I agree. Um, I wrote that number down too, just in case. Danny, remember, 36 is when it's over. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I, I like it. I think as a more modern watcher, I would like to think that movies should have more diversity. Like what we were saying before, it's very heteronormative. Not only men are into women and women are into men, but it's very white. We're all it's very straight, white. white, and skinny. Um, Everyone's white. Oh, yeah. So, but again that's like what manhattan in the 80s represented i'm not even sure there's that. any like anyone any extras who aren't white there's the waitress, the waitress? when they're driving when that's... but that's all i can yeah that's a of. really white movie yeah. work on that bob rob reiner what's going on man yeah bob yeah bobby yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i think for me dialed. like it's it's definitely my comfort movie. That's like my yeah. feel good. It's witty. Did, sure. Yeah. I would definitely, I will definitely rewatch it probably this February. Probably, probably next few, month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day, probably. It is a good Valentine's movie. And that's actually probably when we're going to release it. So if you we all... actually watched this movie um, on the night that we got married as well. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, how is story? that not part of the love story? What the heck? Sorry about it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we should go ahead and let everyone get back to their lives. We've been on Mike long enough. We've been on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have to go. Sam, Claudia, <laughs> do you have anything to plug? <laughs> You probably have, we choose way that's more that real relationship shit that uh, Alex was talking about. 
the gentle ribbing of one spouse. Anyway, Sam, Claudia, anything to plug? Sam, you were saying. She has way more stuff to plug than me. Uh, I, I've already been on the show, so go back to listen to the old episodes and my plug there and uh, be nice to teachers. That would be my plug oh, right now. And Claudia yeah. also has a podcast. Come on. It's, it's okay. Bias and she's got this really smooth voiced uh like guy who does the advertisements it's amazing oh, that's why we're plugging the podcast in the audio recording business sam is open for being hired sure yeah hire me i, can do <laughs> I didn't do as many as we i know. expected to do tonight i really didn't but I, I think we're fine. I think that's okay. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Claudia gets tired of me doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, know I'm doing them. <laughs> Hire Sam, Danny. What do you have to plug? Yeah, I do comedy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Danny does comedy. That's all you got to know. Danny does comedy. All right. You can follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the letter N Love with Movies. There'll be a series of plugs that come next, but uh, you can find us on there. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating if you are interested in it. And stay tuned for a next month's episode. So this this comes out every month. There'll be another one at, you know, about approximately 30 days. Okay, before. everyone have a good night. All right, bye-bye. Wait, oh, wait, we have to say something else. Uh, I, you were cutting me off. I love you, Nick. Oh, okay. Well, I do love you, too. And we love, love you, Sam and Claudia. Thank and you. thank you so much. We love you, <laughs> listeners. Have a good day. I am going to go lose my mind now. Bye-bye.